Good day, America. It's May 1st, 2017, and I am Victor Young, your daily life coach. And I'm back with an all-new attitude, experiences, and wealth-building information to make your road to success faster, happier, and filled with cash. If you hate happiness, cash, and puppies, please end this podcast immediately. Because this year, my loyal listeners will have the opportunity to have all three if they're willing to follow a few simple steps that will be revealed in Season 2. Well, let's pay some bills and then it's time to get it in. This week's episode is brought to you by BioDesign Nursery. Follow BioDesign Nursery on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter for more information about its chemical-free organic growing solutions. BioDesign Nursery. It's time to get down to business, people. Are you ready for episode one of season two? If you are, then take a moment and subscribe to future episodes at thedailylifecoach.com so you don't miss anything. You do not want to miss season two. We're, we're even going to review a very, very interesting book that was released last year by Mr. Steve Harvey. It's called Jump. It's not today. That's in the future. We're going to break it down chapter by chapter to see if you are a jumper or maybe if you should sit yourself down and unpack that shoot. I don't know. It's jumping for everyone. We're going to figure that out this year. But today, today we're going to focus on episode one. Episode one, season two, is titled, You're So Far Ahead That You Seem Behind. Yes, people. I just said it. You're so far ahead that you seem behind. What does that mean, you ask? I've got the most engaging audience in the podcast business. I'm glad you asked me that question. What does it mean you're so far ahead that you seem behind? It could mean a few things, really. You may be surrounded by people that talk such amazing malarkey that you think they've got the secret sauce to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. I mean, really, you think they've got it all figured out because they talk an amazing game. It's almost intimidating. It's almost paralyzing. They seem so brilliant. It just makes you want to just stand there and watch their glory. But after a while, you realize they don't have any. They're just talking. Hmm. But they really seem, they really seem to know what's going on. But do they? Or, it could even mean that you're growing at a pace that you're not only going to pass your teammates, but you may pass them on a second lap. You may lap them. No, I'm not talking about lapping on them like a dog, like licking them. That would be creepy. My listeners can be a little unique, but we're not creepy people. We're not lappers, just so you know. Just wanted to clear that up. So so what does it mean? Have you ever felt like the person to your left or the person to your right, they talk such amazing things, they seem so motivated, they seem like they're just 
They've got it figured out. And they really seem brilliant. But you don't see them go anywhere. And let me tell you what happens when you watch that individual who really talks an amazing game, but you never see them go forward. It can paralyze you. Because in the back of your mind, you start actually thinking, if this guy is so brilliant and he can't seem to break through the glass ceiling, he can't seem to find success or a promotion or a new job or get his business off the ground, then how could I possibly do it? I'm stuck like Chuck looking for a buck. I love rhyming. It makes things move so quickly in these podcasts. Anyway, it just how could you feel worthy? How could you feel motivated enough, energized, courageous enough to move forward after you watch Chuck to my right here? Stay in the same place. He's not moving forward. How could this happen? Don't let that paralyze you. Think about this. I want you to use this as a method of qualifying, quantifying, verifying these individuals that currently have you paralyzed, that currently have you stuck like Chuck. Because it happens easily. And frankly, I see people talk other individuals out of their success. And no one's even tried. Neither party has taken one step forward. They've talked each other out of success by talking about amazing concepts and startups and ideas and processes and systems that are going to revolutionize the world but they never make it out of thinking stage into development. They never make it to a think tank or a brainstorming session. It's all water cooler talk. Do they even have water coolers in the workplace anymore? I haven't seen a water cooler in a long time. There was that job I had. I was doing that landscaping and irrigation thing. We had a really big five-gallon water cooler filled with Gatorade. Had some Gatorade and you know wrestling. I digress. As we stand around the water cooler, which now has become text messaging or Instagram or Facebooking, and we're talking about all these amazing things we're going to do, try these pictures that we take, and a picture is worth a thousand words, and we look at these individuals and their life seems like, wow, they are really living the dream, or they're really trying to live it. And if they're not moving ahead and they can't get to where I'm going, then how could I possibly get there? Because I've seen the picture. Hmm. So why did I name this podcast, You're So Far Ahead That You Seem Behind? Here's why. Oftentimes, people that are hardworking, we like to call them grinders now. How could we possibly be ahead of someone? Tell you what happens. While you're up at night doing your research, working on your white paper, on the internet, looking for data, researching, talking to specialists, interviewing people, talking with your mentor. There's other individuals out there not doing any of that, let alone one of those things that you're doing. And you can't be influenced by those individuals because they can oftentimes talk you into quitting. 
talk you into giving up, talk you into slowing your approach. You can't be influenced. You can't be swayed to get off your grind just because they try to suck you into their water cooler shenanigans. And you know how I hate shenanigans. Who are you ahead of? You're ahead of everyone who's not growing at your pace. Family, friends, co-workers, pets. I see it all the time in the animal kingdom. My two dogs, Harley and Hunter. Hunter, love you. You're just behind. I know Harley gets frustrated with you every now and again. He's like, you're going to cost us something. You're going to cost us a walk in the park. You're going to cost us a couple new bones. Hunter is always costing Harley something because Harley waits for him. I just train him that way. Harley's like no dog left behind. Paw up in solidarity. He just can't leave him behind. What do you do in these situations when you do have that individual that you're trying to take down the path with you to success? Maybe you're waiting on someone to wake up. Maybe you're waiting on someone to acknowledge you. Now that you've been affirmed, it's okay to move forward because you're waiting for that acknowledgement, someone to nod at you, someone to say, job well done, my daughter. Sometimes you can't wait for that because you're going to get so far down the road on people, they're not going to understand what you're doing. So it's not a negative thing. It's like they're not trying to hold you back. It just happens on accident. You just become smarter, faster, stronger. It happens. You get so far ahead that it's almost like you start speaking a different language. You need a translator because they don't even know what you're saying anymore. So do they tell you, hey, you're, you're just a lot smarter than I am right now and I don't understand what you're doing, but good luck. It takes someone that's pretty confident to be able to do that. Someone who really loves you to death. The average person is going to tell you, "Ah, you're doing it wrong. Maybe you should check this. I've seen it a different way. That may not work for you. Or they'll make recommendations of things that have been done before, seen before, that are just regular, old-fashioned, globalized solutions. And what do I mean by globalized solutions? Innovation and being innovative being a disruptor, being a creator, an inventor versus being globalized, just taking a solution or process or technology that already exists and they're going to tell you how they're going to make a trillion dollars with it. It's been done. It's been done. So I'll share this with you. Had a conversation with someone a couple days ago. Here's how the conversation went. They wanted to freshen up some of their marketing, some of their social media, their message, their vision. So, simple thing, right? They want to freshen things up. They want to make it look better. They want to make it flow better. But they want to do something a little bit more cutting-edged than just your standard static pictures or your standard animation of a motion of a plate moving around or whatever it could be. So my recommendation was, think of your vision. What do you want to do? In your mind, when you close your eyes, how far ahead can you envision yourself moving your company? And they said, well, no, the first thing I need to do is go and find out what technology is available and what can be done. 
No, that's not creative. That's not being innovative. You've got to think down the road. And if the individuals around you aren't thinking down the road and you are, chances are high that you're probably pretty far down the road as far as your success, your ability to disrupt, integrate, innovate, and automate. You're just down the road on them. And it's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. How do you manage those relationships when you continually advance in your research and your just voracious need and appetite to learn and you start getting smarter and smarter and the people around you, by choice, by choice, decide they don't want to keep up. It gets awkward because either you have to find a role for them and a position for them to hang behind and do, or eventually you're going to run that relationship out in some fashion. What do you do? If it's family, everyone's got the crazy cousin. They're just like, oh my gosh. All right, I'll find a job for him. I'll find something for him to do. And you do it as family. Hey, we have to do that stuff. Harley takes care of Hunter. I take care of Harley. Everyone benefits. It just It's just how it is. But what do you do? How do you manage that relationship? Let's talk about a little bit more, and then and then we're going to find your solution. I want you to imagine something. It's a military combat unit moving forward into battle. And this unit's moving forward, and they're fighting their enemy. And then all of a sudden, they realize they've gotten so far ahead of the rest of the unit that they've been cut off from their supply. Because if you're... Going into battle, you don't want your supply guys, you don't want your food and your ammo and your cooks, all that good stuff, out on the front of your unit in the front lines of war without a gun to have a guy with a ladle, spatula, some pots. You don't want that. You don't want your cook out front. No one wants their cook injured. You don't want your supplies taken. So those are going to be behind you. So you're like super warrior. You run out and you outrun your fellow gunners and combat unit, you outrun your supply line, and next thing you know, you're so deep in the enemy territory that you look around yourself and you find yourself lost in a foreign land, no one speaking your language, and there's fire, there's bullets coming at you from every direction, and you panic, and you run and you hide. This can easily happen in the business world, and it happens all the time. We can become so far advanced that we don't backfill the other required positions or support that we need to help us continue to move forward. So sometimes our ability to grow and advance and get ahead of our competitors or get ahead of our even our teammates, it can put us at a disadvantage. To the point where it stops our growth. And not only stops our growth, but it kills us. Because we're not even speaking the same language with anyone anymore. So what I'm saying is this. You can be so far ahead that you seem behind. Because no one understands what you're saying, what you're doing. And you're not sharing the growth or responsibilities with your teammates and your people around you. 
So it's great to be the smartest guy in the room. As long as you're developing some other people to be smarter than you one day in some areas that you're weak. Aha. Uh-huh. Does it make sense now? See where I'm going with this? So don't slow down. It's not what I'm telling you. Never slow down. Keep your voracious appetite for success and that need to move forward at all times. But at the same time, if you're not developing the people around you and holding them accountable to grow at a pace that they can still continue to add value to your team, then you need to diversify your team. You need to look at partnering or recruiting or collaborating in a sense with an individual or group that allows you to continue to advance your research, your sales department, your software development department and team, whatever it may be that you do. The quality of your nursing in your hospital, the quality of your follow-up in your call center, the quality of your manufacturing in your automotive plant, furniture plant, whatever it may be. Because the only way an individual is able to experience happiness, success, and growth properly is by growing a wide and deep foundation around them, outside of them, that allows them to breathe and experience success at a level that generates time. And without qualified, smart individuals who are willing to get out there and get the job done, who have the tools, the research, the understanding, and feel like they're on your team, it will make it almost impossible for you to have the time to celebrate and experience your successes. So when you start feeling like you're speaking a foreign language and no one's listening or no one can understand you or you're being misunderstood, it's time. And if the individuals around you are unwilling to at least stay with an eyesight of you, they may not be as smart as you are. They may not be as motivated or gifted. I mean, God gives each one of us talents that the other person to our left or right may not have. I understand that. But within the scope of things, within the department, the movement, the organization, the process, whatever it is, the right individuals have to keep pace. They just have to. It's going to require some people to actually learn and immerse themselves in the mission. They're going to have to know the speed of business at which you're turning over, at which you're moving, at which you're advancing. They're going to have to know how fast she's going. If they don't understand how fast she's going as a CEO or a developer, then how can they keep up? You're going to have to establish a basis and a timeline for what you'd like to accomplish. And you're going to have to measure it by the day, by the week. Because if you're measuring things by the month and the quarter and the year, you'll never get there. And you need individuals who are willing to be measured. Are you willing to be measured? Are you willing to be trained? Because if they're not willing, it doesn't matter if they're capable. They've got to be willing. Capable and willing are two completely different things. And you need them both. Just because they're willing, but maybe not capable, doesn't mean they can keep up with your pace. So being ahead can be a great thing, but it can also be a curse. 
if you get so far ahead that you seem behind. People that don't understand your language oftentimes try to alienate you and make you feel like you're speaking something that's uh, inferior, like you're not like them. They isolate you. They don't listen to you. They blow over you. These are all byproducts of individuals not understanding the mission or vision. Sometimes you can think so far past everyone else around you that you can look past your objectives. Don't miss a right now objective that's due. Whether it's a revenue forecast, operating profit, a logistics number, whatever type of performance measurement there is, just because your knowledge and understanding increases doesn't mean you can neglect right now, day-to-day performance, getting things done. That's another way that people start to diminish or discount your knowledge and your good old-fashioned smarts. Get your numbers. Keep the respect. People will continue to follow you, pace you, look at you as a leader. If not, you'll get shenanigans. Lots of shenanigans. I hope you enjoyed episode one of season two with the Daily Life Coach. This episode should really speak to the individuals who seem like they may be a little bit lost or struggling to have under other individuals understand them. It's okay to feel like you're different. You don't have to fit in. But at the same time, if you perform at a level that is on par with your benchmark and you exceed the learning and understanding of other individuals, they'll follow you. Exceed your benchmarks, they'll really follow you. But if you're down the road thinking on the next big deal and you're not hitting your numbers or you haven't taken a step forward, they're going to write you off as just a guy with big dreams. That's it. You're a dreamer. If you want the respect and you don't want to go around lapping on people, because frankly, it's just not very hygienic. I don't want you lapping on people. Then let them pace you. And the only way you can allow them to pace you is to allow them to learn what you know. So you've got to become an effective communicator and really be able to explain your vision, train to the mission, and then measure every step of the way to ensure it's being launched properly. You got a landscaping company? Teach your guys how to fix it. Teach your guys how to irrigate. Teach your guys how to fix PVC timers, whatever it could be. Teach them a little bit about agronomy. Teach them a little bit about, you know, working with plants. They need an understanding. You see a vision for a 5,000 man or person crew of individuals working to make our country beautiful while making a great living, then you've got to have a game plan in order to make that happen. You want to be in top sales, then you better know everything about your industry. Up, down, sideways, you need to know it. Immerse yourself in it. You've got to know your product. You've got to know your competitor's product. If you're an actor and you're auditioning for a role, don't just know your sides that you were given initially. Once you have a script in your hand, 
you've got to know your script and your lines. You've got to know the whole script. You've got to know it all. Your lines and the lines of the other actors. It's the only way you'll know the tone, the temperament, and the feel of the characters. You'll, you, you won't understand the dimension of the characters on the other side of you. You won't be able to give that portrayal that truly emotionally engages people and draws in an audience unless you know the story. If you just read your lines and you spit them out, you're just a guy talking. If you understand the emotion that the writer put on those pages on that script, you're able to tell a story and, and bring it to life. You're able to connect people to a character that they want to follow, that they want to root for, that they want to see succeed and develop over the course of that movie. You'll still never get there. This was episode one, season two of the Daily Life Coach. I've got some great stuff this year. We're going to have fun. We're going to break down Steve Harvey's book, Jump, chapter by chapter. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I had a lot of questions about it. So I figured, you know what? We'll just do it together. We'll break it down and see whether or not we're jumpers or whether or not we should keep our chute packed and just fly the airplane. We'll figure it out together. Missed you. Glad to be back for season two again. Check me out. Make it simple. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or you can simply subscribe at thedailylifecoach.com. You can also listen on Apple iTunes or Google Play. See you next week. Send me your questions, comments, and I look forward to talking to you soon. And remember, my friends, live fearless. Fearless.